You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Earth Oddity. Uh, my name's John. I'm here with the host of the show really not even co-host he does all the work mr tiny sullivan how you doing i'm doing fine how's everybody tonight i assume you're doing okay oh yeah you're fixing to be doing a lot better now that you've downloaded this brief snippet of audio gold that we're about to put on for you this afternoon yes i mean really i mean we're topping all the charts on all the podcast (laughs) things so we're just glad you're part to uh you're a part of it with us yes um, but we got some pretty interesting stories this week. Real quick, if okay. I could cut in briefly. Sure. I know we, we typically try to get right into the news, and we don't take a, a ton of time to talk about personal experiences. Sure. At least not until we actually get into the news stories. Yeah. And get until I get on a tangent. Yes. I got you. Yes. But, man, something happened this week that I just really want to share with the audience because it is driving me nuts. My son uh, is furious and has been whining. For three days straight now, that he don't have superpowers. Oh wow, that's a tough one. And I get it. Okay, he yeah. watched Incredibles too, and now he wants our family to be the Incredibles. Yes. And you know he talked about it for a long time, and yeah. you know we're saying, oh that's cute or whatever. Well, now he's saying that look, we need to figure out how to get this done. You know, <laughs> let's <laughs> like, make this happen. How do you get superpowers? <laughs> and we. We tried to tell him, son, they're not real. Yeah. You know, the heroes that we have are firefighters, police officers, you know, people like that who, yeah. who help other people. Yeah. Football Doctors. players. Yeah. Football <laughs> yeah. players, baseball players, <laughs> yes. basketball players. Yeah. Real heroes. Yeah. And that wasn't good enough for him. Oh. And he has been whining about it. And it was, you know, it was funny at first. Mm-hmm. Getting a little old. And then it got kind of old. <laughs> and then it started getting kind of annoying. And now it's like, it's made me furious because he got to the point one night he was ready to start drinking random chemicals. Oh, okay. Trying to get superpowers for yeah. real. And okay. I, I told him, I'm like, son, that is not how you get powers. That's how you get cancer. <laughs> Do not drink anything that we, unless we tell you, you can drink it. Sure. And at that point he was like, well, how about I just pour it on my skin? Okay. Yeah, I like his logic there. <laughs> Can't drink it. Let me just put it on my skin. But Bleach Boy or or Windex Man, that sounds like a pretty good thing. You know, so. the power to clean bacteria in a single bleep. I don't know. Well, I'd say it's tough realizing you don't have superhero, superpowers. And they're not a real thing. Right. Like, you'll never. I, I told him this. I was like, look, science is progressing every day. Yeah. Maybe when you're my age, there will be superpowers. Oh, Who yeah. knows? Yeah, he'll be like Bionic guy. Or I something. said, but but your best bet is Batman. Your, <laughs> your best bet is to buckle down, study 
hard and get rich. a billion dollars yeah. so you can go buy all the cool gadgets. That's your best bet right now. Well, I have to say, I have the superpower. I guess you could call me gas man because yeah. I can clear out a room in a heartbeat, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I don't know if that technically qualifies as a superpower, but tell Eli it with a steady diet of horrible foods <laughs> and soft drinks and everything else. He might can work up to my level. I told Eli Friday night, I said, son, my superpower is being able to tolerate your whining about this <laughs> and not jump into the first woodchuck shipper I come across. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's but tough. But it is, it is uh, it's killing me. Well, you know, kids will just drive you up the wall. I, and nobody prepares you for that before <laughs> yes. you get kids, you know? Like, no one tells you that. Uh, they make, like, allusions to it, but you don't really understand. Yeah. But kids will make you go insane. I actually threw a box of Slim Jim at Libby this <laughs> afternoon. So... You know, I've been there. Yeah. Snap into these. Well, she was sitting on my bed and I was in our, we have a, in our bedroom, a chair and a half and an ottoman. And yeah. I was laying down and I was taking a nice little nap. She had to move to our room because Dieter was taking a nap in the other room and Dieter didn't want her in there. And, uh, <laughs> she had made her brother mad because he's trying to do his homework. Cause she was just, Libby just talked all the time and mm-hmm. she'll talk to herself. If there's nobody to talk to. And I kept asking her to be quiet. She wouldn't be quiet. And so the first thing I grabbed was a, a little box of Slim Jims. I threw Slim Jims away everywhere because it was open. They were all over the place. None of it hit her. None of it hit her. I just go up before anybody calls DHR. None of it hit her. But there are Slim Jims all over my bedroom right now. And uh, and I just left them that way when I came to do this. So. We'll just see what Deidre has to say about it. You know, oh, kids drive you up the wall, and that's fine. None of us would trade them in. You know, we love our we love our kids. Well, but. normally Eli doesn't drive me up the wall, but he has been whining. Okay, he has been whining and crying about having real life superpowers for four days, and that's no tough. matter what I tell him, and I get it, it stinks. Okay. I want powers too. Sure, but, we all do. But you, he will not under. He will not. He cannot comprehend. No matter how many times I tell him, at this point, it just doesn't exist. Right. Okay. I told him, look, you know what? I want a million dollars. Yeah. I want Jeff Bezos to to give me a million dollars. Yeah, true. But I don't think he's going to do it. No, no. No matter how loud I whine about it. Yeah, right. I'm sorry to vent, but we, got no, we any, don't need to vent. We got any good news stories today? Yes, we do. I have a few here. Uh, football is back. I got a story about the American Alliance football. <laughs> you think it left, but it's yeah. back. No, it's back. It's back in, in, in huge strides right now. Actually, Birmingham, the Birmingham Iron for Joan, for Joan, or for <laughs> Joan, either one uh, is playing the Memphis Express, and the Iron are up six to nothing. So I mean, awesome. it's a blowout, basically. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they don't kick off; they just place the ball. You right, know, the ceremonial ball placement, a tradition like no other, really, uh, in football. <laughs> but as I said, I watched the game last night uh, between Orlando, who's coached by Steve Spurrier, by the way, and Atlanta. And I was entertained. I enjoyed it. So um, we have a story about about a Birmingham Iron player who <laughs> who had a little trouble with the law and uh, a bingo brawl. Bingo brawls are always popular on the show. Awesome. What about you? Well, later on in the in the show, we're going to talk about the slew of new emojis oh, that yes, are coming to right. a smartphone near you. Yes. But to begin with, I wanted to lead off with this. $90 million gone forever. Wow. Crypto boss dies with passwords needed to unlock his customers' accounts. <laughs> so, 
He's. He, I assume he's an older guy. No. Oh yeah. No, he, he, he wasn't. He oh. was. He was not an older guy. Like, oh, if he was older, I would assume he would have had the password on a post-it note, like stuck <laughs> to his computer monitor, like all the old people I know. Gerald Cotton, thirty-year-old founder. Oh wow. Of Quadriga CX. Oh, Please forgive me, any no. any founders yeah, out there sure. who bought into this. Forgive me if I got that wrong. He died due, due to complications with Crohn's disease, according oh. to Sky News. Citing, I didn't even know you could die from that. I didn't either. Wow. Because I know a lot of people who have it. Yeah, Rolando McLean. <laughs> yeah, so. Who, former Alabama linebacker, yeah, by he, the way. He must he, he must have had it bad, I, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. And I tell you what, though. I mean, $190 million gone forever. That's, that's rough right there. Man. So these are people who have bought this cryptocurrency. Yes. Odd coin. <laughs> odd coin. Hey, just so y'all know, don't be yeah, afraid no. to buy into odd coin. Yeah, no. <laughs> because I, odd coin is going strong and we have a four step security process yeah. that, you know, so none of this, yeah. it, it, me, I can die. John can die. Our whole families can get, yes. you know, you'll killed by the Byzantine Empire. Right. And you'll still be able to get yes. to your money. Just PayPal us, odd squad 69 <laughs> at paypal.com, your amount that you want to buy, and we'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you'll be able to cash that out whenever. Sure. <laughs> it's good anywhere. Yeah, it's good anywhere. Anywhere money's good. It's That's good. right. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, it says here that uh, citing a sworn affidavit by Robertson. Uh, and this is his wife. Uh, she filed for credit protection. Sky News reports that Cotton held sole responsibility for handling the funds and coins. About $190 million in cryptocurrency and traditional money is said to be in cold storage. I <laughs> get it. With the <laughs> digital key held by Cotton. While Robertson has Cotton's laptop, she does not know its password. And uh-huh. even a security expert has been unable to get past the device's encryption. Some Quadriga CX customers have taken to social media to voice their frustration over yeah. the deadlock. I assume so. Yeah, I'd be a little upset too. <laughs> if you've got, if I've got a hundred dollars yeah. in this cryptocurrency, I'm wanting to get it out. Yeah, you know? right. I agree. But uh, people it, have just, you know, they've been complaining on Twitter, and it says that uh, they did finally release a statement. It says that for the past weeks, we have worked extensively to address our liquidity issues which include attempting to locate and secure our very significant cryptocurrency reserves held in cold wallets that are required to satisfy customer cryptocurrency balances on deposit, as well as sourcing a financial institution to accept the bank drafts that are to be transferred to us. The company added in its statement, unfortunately, this e- these efforts have been unsuccessful. Oh. So... That was basically a lot of fancy words to say that this guy hey, yeah, who luck. had the key... <laughs> Is is dead, right? And he's not talking. That's tough. So, man, how how could he not have a backup though? That's a good question because I don't I don't know about you. I've actually haven't <laughs> haven't pulled the trigger on it, but I've considered trying maybe investing in some cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah? But this here scares me to death. I'm like, man, I don't I don't have enough money to invest in myself, <laughs> much yeah. less cryptocurrency, <laughs> right? But uh, I would think that if you were the manager of a cryptocurrency agency or whatever, mm-hmm. that there would be someone that you could go, hey, bud, here's the password to everything we need in case this happens, you know, I die or, yeah. you know. Or I, put it in a safety deposit box. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And, but whatever, you know, I don't know. These people are screwed basically yeah. because this dude didn't tell anybody. If he's really dead. Now, have we thought about <laughs> you that? Think, you think he may have uh, – 
Yeah, faked his death, and now he's got $190 million. I'm trying to think of the word for, for faking your death. I think it's called pseudocide. Okay, pseudocide. He committed pseudocide. Yeah, I mean, and he may be on an island somewhere else, and all this is With $190 million. That's right. Just And his, like, new girl, you know, so he didn't tell his wife or anything. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm saying stay woke on he that. Is, he was young. 30, so, 30 died from Crohn's disease. Can you, I mean, really? I don't know that you could die from Crohn's disease. Apologies to, if anyone related is listening to this. Yeah. We yeah. Apo- we're sorry yeah, for totally, your loss. Totally. I'm mean, just being facetious here. <laughs> but. Yeah. Hey, we, we pray for you guys. But, we'll put look, you on a prayer list look, in Sunday school. $190 million is on the line and people tend to say things yeah. and make speculations That's when there's right. that much coin yeah. on the line. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yes. Coin. Yeah, I mean that's that's horrible for those people, especially you know for the folks that have like a lot of money tied up in mm-hmm. it who sunk all their eggs in one basket. That's no fun. You know, I will say this, and this is this is just off the top of my head, but we had an article a few weeks back, and we didn't talk about it on the show just because we had so many stories we didn't get to it. But there's a company, and I don't remember it may have been Dell, but if it wasn't Dell, I apologize. But they were fixing to the offer. They had the. The headline was they had the first consumer quantum computer. Huh. Did you do you do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah, I do. And it's basically you can't go buy a quantum computer, obviously, but they had one, and they were going to allow people to, I guess, contract work like processing oh. to be done on this uh, crypto. Maybe they should try that because yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because I've I've read that once quantum computing comes online, the the processing power is so great. That it all your passwords will be point. I don't care oh, wow. how I don't care how complicated your password is. His processing getting, power will be so great that it can just try out trillions of, yeah. of passwords and get the right one well, within days. I mean, I only got one so, password for everything, so <laughs> I mean, you could go ahead and hack my life if you want yeah. to. So maybe they should maybe they should do that. Maybe they should take this laptop on over to so and so and see if the quantum yeah, computer hey, let's can plug figure this out the bad password boy in yeah. here and see what happens. Yeah, I'll, you better believe I had some money tied up in it. I'd be <laughs> suggesting that every day. Yeah. You know, like I want my cash back, y'all. Cash out, let me go. <laughs> if he's in fact dead and he hadn't taken all the money and bought an island somewhere. And just so everybody knows, this story was posted. Uh, Six days ago, and so there may have been an update. Oh uh, well, quick update, and it's, it doesn't say anything. It just said that uh, Canadian security administrators. This is the uh, this is like I guess Canada's version yeah. of the FDA the CSA or whatever or whatever. <laughs> what something the FDA? <laughs> yeah, the that's Food it. and Drug Administration. <laughs> that's it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I do things differently in Canada. They have uh, they've offered to look into this, so. That's okay. all they've said. Maybe they have a quantum computer they don't want anyone to know about. Yeah, maybe and so. They'll be able to just, you know, run a program. Well, I mean, that's like I say, hopefully hopefully people can get their money back. I hope so. I hate to see anybody losing money, mm-hmm. you know, over something that seemed so simple to avoid. If not, hang on to your paperwork because Definitely. here in the next decade or so, yeah. when quantum computing does get big, maybe right. you'll be able to get to it yes. then. And yeah. <laughs> Maybe by then, due to inflation. Well, I mean, I imagine there'll be some huge. I know she filed. Maybe it's still a good investment. Maybe we should buy into it right now. Not. <laughs> like I know she filed for like protection against debtors or whatever. Yeah. But eventually, somebody will figure out how to sue this company and get their get something out of them. So. But if anyway. I was her, I would be telling everybody, look, the science isn't there yet, but it's coming. Yeah. Right. You may have to wait on it. Yeah. But hey, people, you put. 
money into CDs all right. the time. Just just give me 10 years. And a whole other thing is uh, <laughs> maybe she knows the password and she's pretending she does it. <laughs> So she can eventually take All this. this can blow over. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm I'm just throwing out theories there. Yeah. You know, like I say, if any family members are listening, we apologize. Please write into the show. Call us. We would love to talk to you about it, though. But let's move on to a little. If anybody doesn't want their coin, their quadra of whatever coin, then you can give yeah. it to me. Yeah. Donate it to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just take keep it. it for safekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I tell pretty, you, pretty safe. How I tell you what, if you let us hold on to it, if we ever recover the money, we'll give you ten percent of whatever we get. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Maybe absolutely we buy it for ten percent of the value. That's that's probably a bad idea. Get actually. in touch. Her, her thought it at planetmail.net. Yeah. Right. I will trade a kidney for it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kidney. You remember? I've, uh, yeah, I remember. Okay. All right, so let's move on now to a story from Fox46Charlotte.com. Oh. Yeah. Um, a strong neighborhood is really the backbone of any community. And neighborhoods do a lot of things to get together. You have neighborhood yard sales, block parties, you know, movie night and everything. Uh, I know we've been to a few of those where they put a big screen up in the backyard. Those and, are great. Oh, yeah. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I mean, it's up in Alabama. you got mosquitoes biting you the whole time, <laughs> but it's still pretty fun. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> authorities have raided an illegal strip club in a neighborhood in Iredale County. This is in Statesville, North Carolina, by the way. Huh. Yeah. Multiple weapons and marijuana were found after authorities raided an illegal strip club that was located inside a Statesville home, according to the Iredale County Sheriff's Office. What do you have to do to be a legal strip club? Pay taxes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, probably probably some licensing you have to do. (laughs) Health inspections, I would imagine, you know. Uh, it says, on Friday, North Carolina Alcohol Law Enforcement and North Carolina Division of Motor Vehicles and Theft and the Iredale County Sheriff's Office executed a search warrant of Buster's Strip Club, an illegal <laughs> entertainment nightclub located at 667 Bethesda Road in Statesville. 667. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One number off. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Authorities said the owner and operator, David Lee Yates, who is 58, of Statesville. Was Any he, kin to Andrea Yates? Ooh, I don't know. That's, uh, I don't know. He was the only person present during the execution and was charged with selling alcoholic beverages without obtaining a license. Uh, he allowed Fox 46 cameras into his garage Monday, saying the investigation was a misunderstanding. He said investigators took the stripper pole and a giant swing as part of evidence. <laughs> this is all for personal use. All for we're personal ta- use. We're taking this for evidence. Yes. Uh, he told Fox 46 uh, what happened in his garage was not a strip club, but it was a man cave. <laughs> Which I want to say this, and I've said it before. A man cave, great name for a gay bar. Great name. <laughs> I just throw that out there in case anybody's looking to open one up. This is an excellent name for a gay bar. I have, okay, look, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just saying if I'm a defense lawyer here, mm-hmm. the first thing I want to say is uh, that pole is for a tether ball, and that <laughs> swing is uh, my client's kid swing from well, the backyard. Here we go. <laughs> he admits that women friends did come over and use a strip pole, but only as a form of exercise. <laughs> you know what? 
We I laugh, but that's a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You heard oh, strip aerobics. I, I know some people who've been to some classes. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. But, I tried to recommend that to my wife. Yeah. I but. signed Dieter up for it. She didn't like it. I don't know what it was. Gave her a gift certificate. My goodness. Crazy. Crazy. Um, I even said I'd go with her. And he said, <laughs> he said he never made any money off the women. So the officer seized, seized did, uh, liquor, malt beverages, and marijuana. Multiple weapons were also present in the club, they said. Anonymous complaints from the community spoke, uh, or sparked the initial investigation into the location. These locations, this is a, this is a special agent right here. Okay, uh, special agent. Special agent uh, in charge, Meredith Schof, says this. These locations attract individuals who buy and sell illegal controlled substances, weapons and violence, which puts a strain on local law enforcement services. Uh, Betterment Initiative, uh, which uh, the Community Betterment Initiative, which partners with local law enforcement to help shut down these types of locations and improve the quality of life within the community, were called into action. So, guy has a house. And like, if you see the pictures in the article, we'll have it linked in the show notes. There's a thin line between strip club and and just having best a party. Man cave ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. His house looks like a house that would be in my neighborhood. <laughs> And I would just like to say, neighbors that are listening, you guys are pretty lame. Like, <laughs> if you got this going on, why haven't y'all invited me over? Number one. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not illegal to have a stripper pole. All right, right. Uh, anyone can install those for any reason. I would have said it was structural support. You know, uh, yeah. It's not illegal to have a swing either. Um, where you have like a lot of liquor and marijuana, that's where you're crossing the line. Uh, well, certainly the marijuana, because although if you're in Colorado, yeah, where he's in North Carolina, so <laughs> yeah. they're still behind the times a little bit, but yeah, anyways, my neighborhood is lame. <laughs> it was a movie night, I don't care about that. I don't know about the greatest showman, you know, I want to go see the greatest show woman. <laughs> <laughs> because you're all about gender equality. That's right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and I got a lot of $1 bills I need to get rid of. <laughs> but anyways, I hope this guy does pretty well. I like his argument of uh, this is just my man cave here and I'll have some female <laughs> friends over. And that's what they want to do, you know. This does raise some tricky legal questions because if you're not charging admission. Right. Can... It, can you argue that that's just a party? If you're selling liquor, if yeah. you're bootlegging liquor or alcohol, but what if you're just you got giving some problems to them? Well, I don't know how that works. What if? <laughs> hey, you're what like, about the cover charge? I, I mean, I, I don't. People who listen to this should know I don't get invited to a lot of parties, <laughs> but I know that there are parties out there with the cover charge. Yeah, you know. Well, so I would say that. Uh, I don't. I, this is just hypothesis. I've never ran an illegal strip club. All the strip clubs I've ever ran have been above board. <laughs> totally legit. Totally above board. But I think what you would do is go, hey guys, come to the house. You got some ladies coming over. You know they're going to do some dancing, uh, some exercising. <laughs> some exercising. I got drinks and everything. Come on. You just got to make a donation at the door, you know, yeah. and whatever your donation is, it needs to at least be $50 yeah. or whatever. A $50 yeah. love donation. Right. And then it's all you can drink, you know, yeah. and we're going to, you know, have some fun or whatever in my man cave here. We're watching women exercise. <laughs> or like they do it on, on late night television, your gift yeah. of $50 yes, exactly. will get you entrance into this party. Yes. Well, it's like I've been to some places that were uh, like, um, 
like in a dry county, but they sold alcohol and you had to buy like a membership to the club to get in, to get <laughs> yeah. around like the laws or whatever. So I would imagine you could do something like that. But this dude was probably just like letting everybody who heard about it come over and was selling them, you know, like what, $2 beer here, right. come on. And I got these girls up to dance and, you know, pay them <laughs> or whatever. And he thought it was just all good fun until the law shows up. But anyways, hmm. I just like to say again. Vestavia neighborhood. <laughs> step it up. You got to step up your game. All right. <laughs> Let's go here. Well, our next story. This is the headline right here. Russian Navy unveils new weapon that makes enemy hallucinate, comma, vomit. Okay. I wanted to stress the comma because I didn't want people to think it makes you hallucinate vomit. Oh, yeah. But you hallucinate and, and then, you, and and then vomit. you vomit. Okay. Yes. All right. I've had a few experiences like that. Two Russian naval vessels have been fitted with a defensive weapon, which during testing caused some subjects to hallucinate and vomit because of its disorienting effect. Okay. Uh, RIA Novotsi, Russia's domestic state news agency, reported that a Russian military contractor had begun supplying the Navy with the weapon, a visual optical interference device named Filin 5P-42. The weapon's name Philin translates to Eagle Owl in Ooh, English. Eagle Owl. <laughs> yes. That's pretty cool. The technology which was developed to dazzle and incapacitate attackers have been deployed on the Russian naval frigates Admiral Gorshakov and Admiral Kazakhstanov, according to a news release from Rus Electromix, which created the Philin system. Uh, Nine News reported that the weapons fire a beam similar to a strobe light, which hinders the enemy's ability to see ships. Weapons can also suppress night vision technology, laser targeting systems, and anti-tank missiles up to a distance of more than three miles. So, watch out, everybody. It actually turns out that uh, this weapon is actually video of Maroon 5's Super Bowl performance (laughs) last Sunday night. Okay. So. (laughs) Yes. Hey, do you know, I'm sure you saw, like, uh, everybody's posting pictures on Facebook. You know, they had the, uh, what's the guy's name from Maroon 5? Adam something. Levine or something. Levine, yeah. You know, they're like a picture of him with his shirt off. He's got California. Well, all these people started putting pictures up. (laughs) Yes. I saw those. (laughs) There's a guy from our hometown who put his picture up, and it had like, you know, 2,000 likes and comments (laughs) and people making fun of him and everything. That's what's kind of neat. I knew someone who made it like virally famous. Yeah. But, yeah, that's wild that they have this technology to to make you hallucinate and throw up. Yeah. In my days, we called that ecstasy, but whatever, (laughs) you know. Uh, the next story we have here, I told you about, was a bingo brawl. Oh, we all love bingo brawls, right? <laughs> yes. I, for one, am a huge fan of bingo brawls. So You're this hit with a walker, right? <laughs> <laughs> a walker, it will do it. This comes out of Ontario, so our neighbors to the north, Canada. Okay. Peaceful Canada, which if you're American, Canada is like, you know, portrayed as the idyllic land of the world where everybody gets along and they're nice. And And if America would just get its act together and be more like Canada, then we would be this utopic society like Canada is. At least that's how y'all are presented to us. Right. To our Canadian listeners. Right, yeah, to our Canadian listeners. Number one podcast in Canada, by the way, (laughs) in case you didn't know. We've seen the metrics on it, and that's uh, that's where we're sitting, number one up there. So hello to all of our Canadian fans. (laughs) 
And that's not what we said. Is that's not to make you sound bad or anything. That's just how. That's the attitude of Americans towards Canada. We all think it's like this really great place, and I'm sure it well, is. Well, half of us do. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> half of us do. Right. So, anyways, so this comes out of Ontario. A game of bingo at a nursing home turned ugly Tuesday when two elderly women got into a physical altercation over a seat, authorities in Canada said. Police responded to the altercation at a long-term care facility in Rideau Lakes, Ontario, a Canadian community near the New York border. So that's their problem. They're getting too close to America. (laughs) Yeah. You know? It's probably all those New York tourists yeah, right. crossing the state. They moved up there or when crossing Trump the won. national boundary to play <laughs> bingo. Right. Tippers player when two women aged 79 and 86 wanted to sit in the same seat and neither would stand down. Other residents soon got involved, turning, turning the situation into somewhat of a brawl, the uh, CBC reported. No one was seriously injured, uh, well, officials charged or officials said, or charged with any uh, crimes. It was certainly a rare call for us, said the police spokeswoman Sandra Barr, who has not been able to clarify whether or not bingo was finally played. So (laughs) that was a short article, but I just have to say, you don't go messing with Granny's bingo seat. You know, she got her lucky seat. Don't be rolling up in there thinking you're going to sit in it. When when I first heard the terms bingo brawl, I was thinking it was going to be. People were fighting. Well, well, no, I was thinking they were going to be fighting over whether it was a B or a G called. Because, you know, that's a common common divisive thing in bingo halls across the nation and Canada. For those who don't know, in Alabama, gambling is illegal for the most part. Now, we have some Native (laughs) American casinos. We have uh, one county where gambling is legal in. Um, but then the rest of the state gets around it by playing quote unquote bingo, electronic bingo, electronic bingo. Yes. Um, and that's how they get around it. And it's supposed to benefit a charity. Some, some of the proceeds are supposed to benefit a charity. And so when I heard bingo brawl, I immediately thought Walker County, Alabama, <laughs> right? Like that would be a normal thing to happen. But no, this is from Canada, and it was two old ladies, 86 and 79. Fighting over their seat. Yeah. But like I say, if you got a lucky seat, so if you sat there last week at the bingo match and you won and you raked yeah. up, then you got like an early bird coupon for dinner at Tim Hortons or whatever, <laughs> you ain't giving that seat up again. But you have to buy into the idea that where you sit is going to have an effect on the placement of the ping pong balls. It, it absolutely that are, does. <laughs> They're blowing around in that big box. It absolutely does. <laughs> all right. We all know that if you're a competitor, you know, as people look at me, they're like, that dude's a number one competitor. Yeah. Superstition goes right along with that. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the uh, baseball player that's on a hot streak. You know, he's had a hit in, you know, 10 games, 15 games, keeps wearing the same socks or whatever. Same thing. Same mm-hmm. thing goes on. It all matters. Huh. So keep your lucky seat because, you know, butterfly effect. Yeah. You never know. Well, I'm just saying, show <laughs> up early if you've got a lucky seat. Yeah. I, I, I like to imagine that the 79-year-old had like, you know, like her family just placed her in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know any better. And everybody else knew that was like Linda's seat, you know. <laughs> and so she just strolls on in there happy, you know, first week in the retirement community. And I'm going to sit down here and play some bingo and everybody else in there was probably like, oh, she just messed up, you know. And then Linda comes strolling in to get her seat, and then a brawl ensues. I mean, I guess advice to new people, yeah, <laughs> new to bingo, right. get you a thick, heavy oaken cane. Yeah, right. And maybe exactly. if it turns into a sword, that's just bonus, <laughs> you know. 
But and like, you go there first night, you sit where you want to, and you just, yeah, just hey, I'm boss of the hall now. Well, old people can be incredibly mean. You know, I think we all forget that. They yeah. can be really, really mean. They it's can like, be super nice. Oh, yeah, totally. And they can be super mean. Yeah, yes. And uh, I think we forget that when we talk to old people, but sometimes they're just mean people. Some of the meanest people I ever dealt with in a restaurant business were old people. <laughs> and you're just like, look, old man, I will break your hip right now. You know? Well, they're just not afraid of consequences. They don't it's care. Like, it's like, like young hey, people if I are, die, I die. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm already almost there anyway. If I go to jail for life, what's that going to be, another five years? Yeah, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm already locked up in this retirement community. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, can't wait till my parents get old enough to put them in the nursing home. Well, speaking, I'm just kidding, mom. By the way, that's a joke. I say that a lot. And I'm, I'm afraid she's going to start believing me before too long. I would never do that. They could live with us. Well, speaking of uh, bingo brawls or grandmas fighting, okay. God, I'm terrible at segments. I love it. I got to keep going. Let's this. keep going. I love it. Keep Cl- going. Just keep talking till it works. Clown masked robbers armed with machete get beaten down by a scooter-wielding grandma. There you go. All right. (laughs) A Houston-area grandmother and her husband beat down a pair of alleged robbers wearing clown masks and armed with a machete by using a kid's scooter, reports said. I assume this is one of those Razor scooters. Gotta be. Gotta be. (laughs) Aretha Cardinal and her husband, Joseph Nelson, were sitting in a parked truck outside their Texas City home you don't mess with Texas. No, don't mess with Texas. In the Everybody early, knows that. In the early hours of February 1st, they were approached by two men dressed in clown masks who demanded cash. I'm sitting here talking to my wife, and the next thing I know when I look up, I see somebody running towards me with this white clown mask on and a machete, Nelson told Houston's KTRK-TV. He reached his hand through the window, put it on my throat like this, and I'm like, dude, you serious trying to rob me with a machete? Instead of forking over the money, the couple defended themselves. Nelson took control of the machete, and his wife chased the suspects with her grandson's scooter and used it to hit one of the men. All right. Said. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my husband held them down, you know, commenced to beating them until the law came, Cardinal told Fox 26 in Houston. It was really scary, but it was like it was either us or them, you know, and not us. You gonna steal no money. We ain't got no money. There you go. The couple's adult daughter called police, and they arrested Luis Jimenez, 32, and Jose Luego, 35, at the scene. Both men are charged with av- aggravated robbery and are being held in Galveston County Jail on a $100,000 bond each. So, <laughs> Grandmama don't play, no, man. No. I mean, don't let <laughs> You better not take her bingo seat. That's right. And you better not try to take her money. That's just wild. And I- she's just, she's not, she doesn't have chlorophobia. She's not afraid of clowns. <laughs> well, how do I go? How about you have to go around and tell everybody you got beat up by an old lady? <laughs> Something tells me they're not going to go around and tell everybody that. So everybody tell as many people as, yeah, right. as you can, especially if you're living in Galveston, Texas. Well, I mean, they have to know. I mean, at least when they look at each other, they know that happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, hey, remember that time we got beat up by an old people <laughs> with a scooter? You well, know? I have said this for a long, long time now. You just, you never, ever, ever, no matter what, get into a fight with the elderly. Yeah. Because there's one of two outcomes. Either one, you win, 
and you look like a monster for beating down True. the elderly. Yeah. Or two, you don't fight. You don't. You get beat down by, and then you're you're an idiot yeah. for getting True. beat up by the elderly. True. So just you never, ever, ever get in a fight with the elderly or a toddler. Same same situation. <laughs> same, right. Same situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like one of my friends posted uh, one of those pictures, and they have like a little bitty baby daughter, and she's got like two older brothers, and the older brothers are like. Standing there with her arms crossed and had signs that said, you know, don't mess with her or whatever. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I could beat both of y'all up if I wanted to. <laughs> you know, I didn't comment that on the picture. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, you know, I'm not going to mess with the little girl. But if I wanted to, I would beat y'all both up. You're like five <laughs> and three. You're not much competition for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, don't fight with a toddler. That's my whole point. John's like, I got your nose. What you going to do yeah, about right. it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, what are you going to do, kid? I can lock the chain on the door and you can't even come and get me. Yeah? Yeah. So anyways, so let's move on to a uh, another story here about the Alliance of American Football, the AAF. Yes. Um, by the way, Birmingham, the Birmingham Iron at halftime are winning nine to nothing. It's a barn burner down there. <laughs> Just points galore at Legion Field right now. Which, I th- like I told you, I thought about going to a game at Legion Field um, next week because they're playing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get mugged, so I may have to bring a scooter with me to, <laughs> yeah. to use. I say they need to they need to loosen up their uh, no firearm policy so right. people can come to yes. the games. So there's a few differences between the AAF and uh, NFL football. Number one, or even college rules football, they don't kick off the ball. Uh, they don't have extra points, so there's no kick for a PAT. They have to go for two in every drive. But there are some similarities between the NFL and the AAF. And that leads us to this story, um, which is uh, more than a dozen men were arrested on soliciting prostitution charges, including one man listed as a defensive tackle for Birmingham Iron, the city's new AAF team. So, man, already acting like NFL players. Not even just barely out of the game. That's right. Man. Uh, Lawrence Okoye, who's 27, and 12 others were snared in an operation by Shelby County Drug and Ta- uh, Enforcement Task Force the team's third phase of an ongoing probe since September. He's a British track and field star and holds the British record in the discus event, and he previously played rugby as well. And uh, he was named as one of 10 players to watch by AL.com as the Iron begins its first season. So, Okoye, who's six foot six, three hundred and eleven pounds, has no college football experience. He's formerly a rugby and track star who was uh, in the twenty twelve Olympics, by the way. Huh? Yeah, and he was signed by the San Francisco Forty ers in twenty thirteen, but he never got on the field. He's also played, or you know, was in camp with the Cardinals and the Jets and the Cowboys before. Right. And he's been cut by the Bears and the Dolphins. So there's a lot. He's had a lot of shots. <laughs> uh, he was re- arrested on Wednesday. Uh, and was released uh, after posting a $1,000 bond. Julie Nelson, who is the director of team communications for the Birmingham Iron, said, We have just been made aware of the incident. We are still in the process of gathering facts. Hmm. So it goes on to talk about all the people they arrested uh, here, which no need to get into any of them. I don't want to defame anybody's name. Uh, just this guy. Just this guy. Uh, <laughs> But they did arrest one dude who was selling LSD as well, so kind of huh. crazy. You wow. Know? 
this guy, the big debate became whether he was going to play for the iron this week or not. Well, he is out on injured on the injured list with a uh, groin injury. No joke. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's exactly what it is. So he didn't play. I tell you what, the imagination runs wild <laughs> as to what could have caused that he injury. He has a groin injury. He's also married to like a very, very attractive young lady. I imagine he's got a lot of explaining to do with her. Yeah, I would think uh, so. And he's possibly jeopardized his AAF career, <laughs> which if you're a defensive tackle, uh, there may be a spot opening up on the Birmingham Iron soon that you yeah. can go try out for. I imagine if you have a pulse and know how to uh, you know, get in a three-point stance, they'll let you on the field over there. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I just thought the funniest part of all of it was last night it was announced he was not playing because of a groin injury. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which I wonder – I mean, I imagine he really doesn't have a groin injury. That's just what they listed. <laughs> He's probably just fine. But they're like, we don't want to have to deal with any negative stories on the first week of how this dude – Well, if that's the case, they should have said he had a head injury. Yeah, true. Because, you know – I mean, that's like a double entendre <laughs> exactly. right there. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a groin injury, same difference, I guess. <laughs> But anyway, so we're all behind the iron here. We're a Birmingham Iron podcast, and uh, I hate to see them setting this example to begin with for all the young children who are just enamored <laughs> with the AAF as they yes. are right now. But uh, <laughs> And also all the uh, washed-up college players who didn't yeah. make it through the combine who right. see this as maybe their last chance. Now, I've had a friend who's been in the Shelby County Jail, had to bail him out of there, by the way. Okay. Not an inviting place at all. No, Man. you don't want to go there because it's in Columbiana, which is like on the other side of the world from Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. You don't – Oak Mountain Amphitheater is in Shelby County, if you didn't know. So if you get arrested there during a concert, they take you all the way to Columbiana. Man. Yeah. Long drive in the middle of the night, and say that. Hmm. So just fair warning to any other <laughs> AAF football players, don't get arrested in Shelby County. Right. At least in Birmingham, you're close to home. <laughs> Well, now this is for my last story here. I'm going actually going to hold off on the title because I don't want to give it away. <laughs> I'm going to skip down here and uh, start down here. Okay. John, do you like emojis? Love them. Love them. <laughs> I do too. Oh, yeah. You, you know, we text. I'm a big, big emoji guy. <laughs> yes. Big time. Well, 270 new emojis have been announced, including a range of accessibility-themed symbols including hearing aids, wheelchairs, and prosthetic limbs. Ooh. And I assume I know, 270 sounds like a lot, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that some of these may be just different shades of the same emoji. Yeah, right. And maybe that's why it seems so high. Do you – I'm sorry to derail the story, but like when you do the thumbs up, I don't remember. Did you choose like the Caucasian thumbs up or – I, I like the, uh, the kind of biracial – I go with the standard yellow. <laughs> I go with the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. the Simpsons, right? Yeah. But I try. I, like I try to pick the one that's kind of it's it's not it's not like pasty white, right? But it's not like the darkest dark. So you're like so Latino. It, kinda, it makes you're you Latino. Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like which side you're on if you're tra- if you're doing it with a stranger? Okay. Yeah. All right. I just go standard yellow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've always wondered that. Like. Would it be wrong if I were to use, like, the African-American one or whatever? That's digital blackface, John. That's what I'm saying, is it? (laughs) That will ruin your political career. Okay, yeah, well, my political (laughs) career has been ruined for a long time. But, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Would that be culturally insensitive, you know, to do? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, what about yellow? I mean, (laughs) well, I don't know. I'm just going to stop right here. 
Let's just let's get back to the story. Nobody is that shade yellow. (laughs) The Simpsons are. The Simpsons are. Let's just get back to the story. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, man. The new emojis are being introduced to all phones this year as unveiled in the annual Emojipedia list. I didn't know there was such a thing until I read this. 2019's list, the sixth major emoji update since 2014, is the most diverse yet and indicates an expanding scope of representing people with various disabilities. The uh, the new updates were requested by Apple which submitted a number of designs after consulting a number of campaigns and charities on the issue. A number of physical disabilities are now represented, including a range of wheelchairs, a blind person, sign language, hearing aids, along with two seeing-eye dogs with white canes. Phil Talbot, head of communications at Disability Equality Charity Scope, said, Love them or hate them, emojis have become part of our everyday digital lives. Social media is hugely influential, and it's great to see these new disability-inclusive emojis. Up to now, disability has been greatly underrepresented. We also like to see greater representation of disabled people and disability across all parts of media and social media. The list is kept by a California group made up of representatives of computing companies, software developers, and others who ensure that users of different devices and apps can send emojis to each other. Another addition is the period emoji depicting oh. a drop of blood. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> okay. All right. This symbol follows a campaign by Plan International UK, a girls' rights charity that has held a vote in 2017 on what a period-themed emoji should look like. When you just want, when you just don't want to type out period, you can, okay, you just, can use an emoji. For that. All right. <laughs> The most popular choice was a pair of pants marked by blood, which was rejected, so the charity pushed for a blood drop instead. Lucy Russell, head of Girls' Rights at the group, said, For years we've obsessively silenced and euphemized periods. (laughs) (laughs) An emoji isn't going to solve this, but it can help change the conversation. Ending Ending the shame around periods begins with talking about it. Or sending an emoji, I suppose. Right, yes. A yawning face, a raccoon, an ice cube, and a new food-themed pictures, including waffles and butter. Emoji lovers can also look forward to several new animal emojis, including sloths, otters, flamingos, orangutans, and skunks. Now, who are the people doing animal emojis? I don't know. I've never... I mean, I'm always like a smiley face guy or whatever to let you know I'm joking. I've occasionally sent a dragon before. Yeah. Usually when I was referring to dragon investigations. Right, yeah, or dragon booty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I would just say for the most part, I've never had a reason to emote out a sloth to someone. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I can see the skunk getting some play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I could do that one too. Yeah. (laughs) Says that... There is also a bigger range of skin tones and relationship types in the latest update. The much-requested white heart has been added, and the symbols are part of Unicode Emoji 12.0, a list of new emoji created by the Unicode Consortium. Now, wait a second. Don't know what all that is, but what, what is a white heart? You know what a white know. heart it is? It sounds racist to me. It, it kind of does. It sounds really racist. Thing. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> We're anti-Nazi on this. <laughs> Look forward to the white heart coming from or getting <laughs> yes. tweeted out by President Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you know David Duke's already got it lined up just waiting for it. Yeah. Anyway, and this is 
right here, this next sentence is the whole reason we okay. brought up this whole emoji I'm article. Ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to church it up a little bit. <laughs> but the emoji garnering the most attention is the small wee-wee emoji. Oh. One man wrote, an emoji that I can use to imply that an internet stranger has a small wee-wee 2019 may not be so bad after all. Okay. I see my wife's request got put through. <laughs> all right. Another That's strange. Another twit tweeted, looks like we're finally getting the small wee wee in 2019. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, well, I, I've had it my whole life, but I'm glad the internet's getting it. Uh, you know, like we were discussing earlier. <laughs> yes. I know that several, you know, used to had uh, several young ladies that worked for me and stuff uh, at the restaurant, and they would talk about just the barrage of wee-wee pictures that were sent to them without warning them, just from random people, you know. Some may or may not have been sent from Brett Favre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Brett's all-time, all-time emoji guy, too. Yeah. yeah. That was huge. Had Crocs on, by the way, too, during that. If you don't remember, I do. I do. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like this is like their due justice for these guys. <laughs> That's so, going to be their reply. Yeah. Yeah. It got to be 100%. <laughs> you know. And by the way, you shouldn't be sending, I mean, just for our guys out there, you know, big with a young guy crowd. <laughs> yeah. Don't just be sending out pictures of your junk to everybody. It's just not how it works. Okay. <laughs> it's impolite. Very impolite. Very and impolite. maybe a tad illegal too. Definitely. I would think, depending on the recipient, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you just don't need to just be broadcasting your junk to no. the world like that, okay? I mean, it's not as attractive. Women aren't like men. No, you I know? was about right. to say. Now, I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah. If 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 women were just randomly sending out uh, V-pics. Right. I could, now, not me, because I'm happily married. Right. And I'm of not course. into that. Of course. But a lot of other guys out there, I can see how that would be uh, – yeah, they attractive would, right. to them. Yeah, to the in, to the idea to the yes. single guy, you're like, oh wow, yeah, but well, I wish people would do this. So let me reciprocate and do but, this. But it's but just women, not that women want to be whisked away on some kind of adventure. Oh, for real, like in a my wife's adventure has not been very good at all. <laughs> Neither has mine. Wow. But I blame uh, I blame like the romance novels. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I don't. I don't read. Romance novels. I don't, so either, I don't even know what goes but, on in them. Although, let me ask you this: I mean, this uh, this Fifty Shades of Grey that everyone's been talking about. This, yeah. so, how is that? Is that that dude's a creep, right? I guess in, I don't know the, a whole lot about it. In the Me Too day of today, I think it's consensual, though, right? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I mean, if somebody consents, it's okay. <laughs> you know, like if I'm like, yeah, whatever, spank me with a paddle, you know, <laughs> yeah. I get off on it, then that's, that's cool. Yeah, now, but he's, her, be but doing, he's her boss. I, I mean, it, I don't know all the intricacies <laughs> of the story. Well, I haven't read the story, but I've been told about it. Yeah. And so maybe I'm completely wrong, but I just think that in a day and age where if a woman's boss is constantly complimenting her good looks, he can yeah. be considered a creep. True. Why Why is this guy who's a billionaire, who happens to be 30 years old and extremely good looking, by the way? Sure, yeah. They, why? Don't, make, they don't make fantasy novels about <laughs> yes. us. You know? Right. <laughs> why is he allowed to take his uh, employee yeah. and lock her up in a in a sex dungeon? Well, I don't... And it's cool. It's, it's hot. Ooh, that's, that's well, attractive. I think it's... 
like I have to say, I think there's an element of consent there. <laughs> right. You know? So workplace relationships are generally frowned upon, yes. you know, for the most part, by employers and employees alike. It really leads to trouble a lot of times, from yes. what I've heard. I've never had a relationship in my workplace, yeah. <laughs> but if you talk your girl into your secretary or whatever, <laughs> you're like, hey, you know, come home. I would like to handcuff you. And I got this cat of nine tails. I'm going to flog you with or whatever. Then, And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm into that. Then more power to you, you know? But you know, if you're the uh, if you're the secretary in that scenario, and you say no, mm-hmm. you better not get a demotion. You better not get your right. raise because yeah. Then all you got to do is turn around and say, "Well, the reason I didn't exactly. get my raise or my right. promotion is because I refused to go yeah. get locked up in handcuffs." Right. But I think it also shows that <laughs> if you have millions of dollars, women will do a lot of stuff you suggest. <laughs> You know, yeah. right? I'm just saying. Or maybe if uh, you're the one in charge of uh, casting uh, actresses in in big yeah. budget movies, yeah, right. True. That's <laughs> that's huge. That guy had all kind of problems. Weinstein, you know? yes, yeah, yeah. He's big you on the house plant. You see my point? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's big on the house plants, though. I don't know if you remember that part of the story. <laughs> I don't remember that oh, part yeah. of the story. He liked to uh, relieve himself in in the oh. house plant, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a weirdo. Get him and Brett Favre together <laughs> and tell him what's going to happen. All this to say <laughs> that coming in 2019, you get a hand emoji that normally we would use for something like oh, just a little, little short or whatever. A little, <laughs> a little, little short. short. The wrong, bad choice of words. <laughs> missed it by this yeah, much. Missed it by this much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe just like a pinch of salt, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like if I was a female, and I, people were just like unsolicited sending pictures to me. I would just be so happy to have some sort of like short comeback that you could use. <laughs> short comeback. Yeah. I, I did that purposefully. <laughs> yeah. Then because, you know, you want to tell us those guys are just weird, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I didn't grow up in that era. You know, mm-hmm. if, if we wanted to do that, you had to like get a Polaroid <laughs> camera, yes. stick it in an envelope and then mail it to them. <laughs> like, yeah. It was a completely different time. So. And it had to be a Polaroid camera. Yeah, because Walmart won't develop those not going to develop those pictures. Yeah, I found that out when we got married. <laughs> no matter how yeah. many times you try, yeah. Yeah, you're we just found, not going to get those. Yeah, we found that out for a honeymoon. They're just not going to develop all those, you know. You back a bunch of blanks. So, yeah. Anyways. That makes me wonder. Do you think, like, I wonder if somewhere at some time there was this huge archive of Walmart photos? I guarantee you there was. <laughs> I guarantee you there was. Why is that not a website? I don't know. It probably is somewhere. <laughs> People of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyways, ladies, you got you got an emoji. You got a couple of emojis coming. Racist. <laughs> you got the white heart coming too. So I mean, a little something for everybody. Something for everybody in there that you can use. Uh, it's, you know, it's a it's a new day. It's a it's a emoji life for a, a lot of people now. <laughs> All right. I don't know how to use emojis correctly though. So if we're ever together, and I send you some emoji stuff. Then just assume I've sent the wrong one because I don't know which one means what and all that. I I know we got to move on, but you know the little emoji 
with the steam coming out of the nose because yeah. the guy's mad or whatever. Right. I worked with a guy who thought that that was uh, that was emoji like throwing double birds. Ah, so, yeah, because it kind of looks like that. Yeah. I thought it was a cocaine emoji <laughs> for so long. You know. Well, anyway, yeah. From now, from this point forward, if anybody gets that emoji from me, that's what it means. It means I'm ticked off. <laughs> okay. Again, for me, it's like I'm looking to party. <laughs> like, here's the neighborhood strip club open tonight. Uh, there needs to be somewhere we can go to learn emoji etiquette. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a class at some community college for that we can take. You that's know? not a thing. We need to start it Maybe now. Maybe that's it. Yeah. That's Maybe. not a bad idea. All right. If you right. listen to that, <laughs> if you listen to that, don't take our idea. We're trademarking it. Copyright, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take our idea. All right. Well, you got anything else? Are we on to community news now? Well, I got the story about the mountain lion. Okay. If you wanted to do that. It's totally up to you. Let's go ahead. Let's All right, let's roll. do it. All right, so a Colorado, this was huge in the Facebook group this it week. It was. got posted a few times, I think, by different people. Uh, I remember Tom po- posting it, Tom Joyce. Yes. Everybody loves Tom. Tom's a great human being, by the way. One of my favorite people. A Colorado runner kills mountain lion in self-defense. So a trail jogger in Colorado successfully defended himself Monday against a mountain lion that attacked him from behind. The cat is dead and the man is recovering in a local hospital. The jogger, whose identity has not been released, if that ever happened to me, you better believe I'm going to be like, put my name in the paper. I want my name, I want a picture, I want everything. Was running along the foothills of Horsetooth Mountain Park. Ooh, Horsetooth Mountain Park sounds like a cool place. It does. Yeah. In northern Colorado when he said he heard something behind him on the trail. As he turned to investigate, the juvenile mountain lion lunged at him. Uh-oh. The jogger said he was bitten on the face and wrist, Dang. according to a statement from the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Service. But he was able to fight back, killing the young mountain lion. The man's injuries were serious but not life-threatening, and he was able to get himself to a local hospital. The man killed the animal by suffocating it, according to Colorado Parks and Wildlife's Northeast region. Exactly how he did so wasn't immediately clear. I would say pillow to the face. <laughs> Colorado uh, park officials later found the body of the juvenile mountain lion near several possessions that the jogger asked officers to recover for him. Probably like an Apple Watch and all yeah. that Fitbit and stuff. The body of the big cat was taken to the state health lab for examination, and it weighed at least 80 pounds. Hmm. Uh, in the event of a lion attack, you need to do anything in your power to fight back, just as this gentleman did. Mark Leslie, Colorado Parks and Wildlife Northeastern Region Manager, said in in a statement, The park closed after the attack for an investigation, but reopened Monday evening, according to the Coloradian. Oh, Coloradan. Gotcha. So, anyways, several tips for such an encounter is face the mountain lion and stand tall and make yourself appear larger by raising your arms and opening your jacket if you're wearing one. Never turn your back. That's right. pretty standard. Don't turn your back on a big cat. Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows that. What you want to do is convince the lion you are not prey and that you may, in fact, be a danger to the lion. So uh, if the cat attacks, all is not lost, they said. People have fought back with rocks, sticks, caps, or jackets, garden tools, and their bare hands successfully. If you have to fight, the Park Service recommends targeting the animal's eyes and nose. Huh. So... <clears throat> This dude, all time story. Now you're never yes. going to top him with anything you've Unless ever done. Unless you've like fought a bear, right? And yeah. lived. Yes, but he's all the time. I've got the Trump story on everybody. 
And uh, I'll just have to say, man, ooh, I would hate to fight a mountain lion. That's got to be tough. My house cat gives me heck, and we fight for fun. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think cats like to fight. That's just my personal opinion. You know, we don't. I'm not rough with it or anything. Right, of course. But they have that like instinct. Cats are pretty. They can be pretty mean, you know. And so I like, you know, we'll start playing, and next thing you know, he starts biting me, and I start poking him in the belly, and he doesn't <laughs> like it, and, or her, and uh, and we end up fighting each other, and it's pretty fun. And my arm will be all scratched up the next day at work. But this dude, I can't believe they kept his identity quiet. <laughs> Because I, I would, would, well, I don't know though. I mean, you don't want Peter, you know, standing on on your front lawn every day. But he self defense, so, you know. I mean, they he don't. Didn't they don't. It. They don't care about that. Do they not? I well, think they would. I think some of them, but some of them probably wouldn't. <coughs> Excuse me, I've had to cough that whole story. The ones who were who were busy you know, at the uh, shelter putting down animals, they, they probably are, they're probably cool with it. But I mean, like if you're just jogging along, minding your own business, yes. and a mountain lion attacks you, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna lay there and let it eat no. you. No, no, you're not. Well, you're not gonna play dead because that's yeah. what you do for bears. Yeah, they right. say yes. Although if a bear's like you know trying to chew my kidney out, I don't think I'm gonna be able to lay there no, and, uh, and stay still. No, no. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mess with a bear. Bears are rough, but. Yeah, I would be so proud of myself. I would, I would have like, <laughs> I would have asked for its skin, you know, to hang up on the wall or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want everything from it. <laughs> <laughs> have a necklace with its teeth and stuff. All right. So we want to thank our sponsor, world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there and their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish. The romantic Elm Bayou. Yep, and it was a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, mountain lion, potatoes, <laughs> eggs, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Did some eggs this week with uh, with some Cajun Curls. Oh, so awesome, man. Cool. Loved it. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, like I said, it's crawfish season. So if you're ready to get your crawfish thing going. You know I am. Get your Cajun Curl Spice. Whip up some Cajun Curl potato chips with their spiral potato chip cutter. I mean, you're going to you're gonna have the best uh, low country bowl in the, in the southeast, you know. <laughs> do they do that in other parts of the country? I would imagine Surely they, they don't. do. Do they? I don't know. I mean, you can't get them everywhere, I would imagine. Like, you're not getting crawfish in Minnesota, are you? Can you not? I don't know. I mean, People I guess in Minnesota shipped in. Yeah. Well, we can get lobster in Alabama, so I guess, you know, Maine could get a crawfish bowl going. Maybe they, they have lobster bowls, and so they don't care about our little crawfish. True, true. That ain't true. <laughs> uh, anyways, on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice, and the chip cutter, but you can find recipes there too. So if you're into cooking and you can follow directions, this is a place for you to go. You'll also be able to locate your nearest retailer or order it on your own straight off the website. Now here locally, it's uh, and this is in locally in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's available at Piggly Wiggly in Northport, 
Vowels on Skyland Boulevard and South's Finest Meats. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you feel patriotic while you eat them. And it's basically like thanking the troops for their service when you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no, it's all natural and it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by you Linda Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. All right. Well, for community news, we don't have any new reviews Aww. or anything. We're back to the <laughs> we're back to the doldrums. Okay. <laughs> no fun, people. A couple weeks ago when we did two, we should have Yeah, we should have held off. Should have held back. <laughs> should have held off a little bit longer. But I do want to make this announcement. It's kind of a soft announcement. Oh, soft. If you have ever left us a review, whether uh-huh. it is on iTunes, whether it is on Facebook, whether it is on Stitcher, wherever, if you have ever left us a review and you would like a prize, you want a prize. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is send in uh, your address to earthoddity at planetmail.net or an address where you want us to send the prize. Maybe you want to gift your neighbor yeah. For some reason, yeah, we'll, we'll send them your prize. But just send a mailing address, P.O. box, whatever, earthoddity at planetmail.net. You can also tweet it to us, uh, at underscore earthoddity. If you want to DM us your, your, uh, yeah. mailing address, uh, I suppose you probably don't want it to be public, but Who I mean, cares? if you're desperate, you could, uh, <laughs> anybody can find you on the internet. Just <laughs> put it out there. It's you fine. can do it on, you could send, you could send it to us on Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Facebook message. That's cool too. Right. True. But just send us a mailing address because if you've ever done it, you have won a prize. Mm. And I'm not going to announce what the prize is yet. That's, it's, it's, it's coming. spectacular. And this promotion is going to be running to, I'm going to go the end of March. Okay. We'll, we'll see how successful this is, but. If you are listening between now or between the end of the last day of March 2019, if you've ever left us a review, send us your mailing address. You've won a prize. And if if you haven't done it, what are you waiting for? Go do it now because all you got to do is leave us a review and send us your mailing address. You win a prize. Now, let me just throw this out here. (laughs) You can probably edit this out if you need to. (laughs) How are we keeping random people from just saying, I left a review and they didn't? I guess we're not. Okay. So. <laughs> it's on the honor system. It's on the honor we're system. We're all on the honor system. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Jesus is watching you. Okay. Don't. Everybody just be honest. Yes. That's all we need to say. Just send us a P.O. box so we can send you something. It's yeah. going to be pretty cool. Just be honest about it. Don't be trying to cheat the system. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're a little bitty successful podcast <laughs> and don't be trying to cheat us out of nothing. And next week we are going to officially unveil what the Ooh. prize is. Oh, officially. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I am too. I'm excited. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast. We thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Acast. iTunes, Spotify. We're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. You can be sure to like us on Facebook. You can join our Facebook discussion group. It's oh, yeah. just simply Earth Oddity. A lot of fun in there. Uh, all we ask is that you answer some questions. And you know what? We let everybody who doesn't yeah. answer the questions in anyway. We let you regardless. So, yeah. so don't let that scare you off. 
Uh, you can tweet at us. We are at underscore Earth Oddity. That's right. Do you like looking at pictures? Sometimes we post pictures. More often than not. You can look at those pictures at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. And we also have a phone number. What's yes. that phone number, John? 662-493-2059. What is it again? 662-493-2059. Leave us a message. Tell us about some something funny that happened to you. We hope everybody out there has a great week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. I just thought right here too, we could give a uh, half uh, with five minutes and fifty five seconds left in the third quarter. The Birmingham Iron <laughs> are still up nine to nothing against the Memphis Express, which Memphis is coached by, coached by Mike Singletary. If you didn't know, would anybody out there like an official or an unofficial AAC podcast? Because it's AAF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you want anybody out there like an unofficial AAF podcast, yeah, yeah maybe. because I think. I think I'm, uh, I'm I detecting some it, interest man. here from my co-host, John. I'm all, I just like football. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like any football is better than no football, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I agree. this time of the year, like baseball hadn't started up. NBA is still not like uh, in full swing as far as it goes with me. You know, I don't know if, if I lived in a city with the NBA, I would really be into it. Uh-huh. Love NBA basketball, by the way. Probably my favorite professional sport to watch. Unless I'm watching it with one of those guys that goes off about how they don't ever call traveling. They, they ruin it. <laughs> those people, like, ruin it forever. Like, you're the least fun person in the world if you're listening to this and you're one of those people. But, yeah, I could I could do a podcast about the AAF. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, there's only, like, eight teams, I think, in ten games or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it'd be easy to do. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah what if we're the leading AAF podcast? I'd jump in early. That's right. Get in early on the ground. And hey, if you know what, if it don't work out, twenty twenty the XFL's, XFL's coming, coming back. back. So that's right. And there's so a, if it don't work out, you got another shot. There's another league in the works too. I can't remember their name too. So, but I can imagine that the XFL is a little mad that the AAF is like taking some of their spotlight here, <laughs> right. By coming in like first. I tell you what, dude, they threw this thing together so quick. Yep, they did, man. I feel like it's going to get better as it goes along, though. So yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, their logos look like they were done on the Canva app. Yeah, <laughs> on true. your on your smartphone. Yes. So yeah, yeah they have some some interesting logos. Uniforms are some of the uniforms are pretty good. Um, and like uh, uh, Steve Spurrier, you know, yeah. he, he was announced head coach of right. the Orlando team. There was a all- but that wasn't 
until like what is it uh, last summer? Yeah, I think there's an all time clip of him on the internet right now from last night's game where he is uh, he's on a walkie talkie because to talk to your uh, <laughs> uh, quarterback in his helmet you have to use a walkie talkie. All right, we don't yeah. have the hall the technology there we need yet, but he's going. Uh, you know, in his Steve Spurrier voice, which I can't even do an impression, he's like, uh, you know, hey, we're running 57 double out 65 X, Y, Z, you know, and he's like, and tell him to catch it this time. <laughs> <laughs> but then they scored a touchdown. So, you know, that's the bowl ball coach blew out Atlanta. It was awesome. like 40 to six. I mean, it was a blowout. Take so, that, Atlanta. Yeah. What? What are they? The the legends. The legends. The Atlanta legends. Take that Atlanta legends. You got the Orlando Apollo. You got uh, the Birmingham Iron, the Memphis Express, and then I don't remember what San Antonio is or San Diego. And then there's a or yeah, San Diego. Which, by the way, San Diego. I just for the AAF people. I'm sure we're going to be huge with them. <laughs> The fact that you didn't make their uniforms like powder blue, like the Chargers' old uniform, mm-hmm. the Chargers have moved to L.A., was a really bad move on your part. You should have just went ahead and did that. Yeah. So you would have endeared a lot of people to you, right, to begin <laughs> with. So, All right. That's enough AAF talk. All right. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening to our yeah, show. Yeah, this, this might be bonus content. Yeah, I might, right. Like, like last time, down. I might stick this on the very tail end. <laughs> you just cut all that down. That's fine. <laughs>